This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director. I'm going to be talking to Dean Rasmussen from Clark County in uh, Watertown. And, uh, Dean, we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, youth hunting, deer hunting. Mike Costanza is someone I'm used to talking to the last few years on that. But you and Mike have uh, kind of founded this together about nine years ago, didn't you? Yeah, actually, in 2008 is when was our first year. And uh, a couple of years before that, my son and I took a young man that had some disabilities, and we took him on a deer hunt. And I'll tell you, when we, when we saw the joy in his face when he was successful, uh, we knew we wanted to do something. It just took a little time to put it together. Well, tell us about and, uh, Tell us how you put it together. Well, what happened was, I was in Sioux Falls, and I was talking to somebody and they said, about my idea, and they said, I know who you need to talk to. And they said, it, and he, I can't think of his name, and he thought about it around, he came up with Mike Casanza, and I called Mike, and uh, we've been friends and worked on this thing ever since, and it, it's been very successful so far. Well, I know Mike, he used to be manager here at our stations a few owners ago, and uh, he's retired now, but uh, I, I know that he really enjoys doing this, too. Um, tell us, you've got a crew uh, that you put together. It's not just you and Mike. Uh, who all is involved? You know, actually, John, the, the whole town of Clark gets behind us, the county of Clark, I should say, because everybody is there for us when we need something. When it comes to land to hunt, we have nobody tells us no. They want these kids to be successful. And uh, everywhere from anybody in town to grocery stores to the Senex in town, they all support us and, and, and they donate whatever we need uh, at any time. They're, they'll be there for us. Well, how many are going to be hunting this year? This year we have nine young people coming. Uh, we try to stay somewhere in the nine to, we, well, to be honest, we've never told anybody no. Uh, we've had as many as 11 and 12. Uh, but we don't want it to get so big that it's not personal either. I mean, these kids come, it's like old home week when they get here after they've been here once or twice. What, what kind of handicaps do they have? You know, we've had a little bit of everything. Uh, we've had, uh, you're not going to believe some of this, we had quadriplegics. We had a young man that all he could move on his whole body was his wrist. And he came, we came up with a, a, a product called a zero recoil machine that wired into his wheelchair. It holds the gun. There's a TV screen in front of him, and he can aim that gun and watch that TV screen with his joystick. And when he gets on the deer, there's a flexible tube they put in his mouth, and he sucks on it, and the gun goes off, and the whole wheelchair jumps, and he just laughs. He thought that was the greatest thing in the world. Well, how do you, how do you, how do you get the deer? How, how do what? How, how do the deer seem to... Uh, uh, you must be in a, a place where there's a lot of deer. We have very good population, and let me tell you, my guides, my guides work really hard to come up with the best places in the whole county for these kids, because we have to come up with a spot where some places we can drive into 
with a minivan carrying a kid in an electric wheelchair. Uh, and we have special blinds that we have purchased over the years uh, with donations from a lot of people like the uh, Great Plains Outdoorsmen up in Aberdeen are very good. They've helped us. Uh, the Stossman Fund in here, and I mean, it's not just a Clark community. These people, when they see what we're, do- what we're doing, they get behind us. And it's, it's been very, very uh, humbling and rewarding to see what goes on. Uh, the blinds that we have, uh, most of them are on wheels. They're like a little house. They're insulated. They're carpeted. I mean, they have drink cup holders. They have ramps for wheelchairs. Uh, the kids are the kids are very comfortable, no matter what the weather is doing. Well, this is in mid-September, coming up in a few weeks. Tell us, uh, what Friday does it start? What date does that? What now? What? what once again? What, what date does it start? What Friday? What's the date of oh, that? This year, it's the sixteenth. The weekend of the sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth of September. It is a uh, youth tag. It's an antlerless deer tag. Uh, any children between the ages of 12 and 18, and there's no drawing. They just have to send in. If, if you're in state, South Dakota, it's only $5. If you're from out of state, it's $10. And if, and if that's a problem, we'll pay that also. We, we bill this, John, as an all-expense-paid deer hunt for these kids. Uh, we 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 work hard all year raising money, and we pay for everything. We pay for mileage to get there. We uh, pay for the meals, the lodging, uh, the the processing of the deer is taken care of. We have more food there than you could imagine for these kids to eat. They're very very good. Like on what they get there Friday night, we have a barbecue, and the Lions Club comes out and does that for us. And the kids get to shoot on the range. If they're a new kid, they get to meet their guide. Uh, we, if they don't have guns, we have all we have guns that are supplied for them. We have all the ammunition that they want. They can they can get as much trigger time that weekend as they desire, and we furnish it all. Uh, we have the barbecue that night, and then we have a few things for the kids that they get, and we send them home to bed real early, as early as we can, because. We want them in the blinds at about 5 o'clock in the morning. And there's a reason for that. It's still dark out. And we bill this as a all-expense-paid, true South Dakota deer hunt. We want them to experience the same things that I did and every young deer hunter when they were 12 years old. is sitting there in the dark, peering out and seeing, oh, I think there's one right. Oh, no, that's a fence post. <laughs> and go through all of those experiences that every other kid wants to. Because the, uh, our motto at the PDR hunt is kids are kids are kids. These kids are no different than any other kid. They just want to have an experience. They want to have some fun. And they want to go out and do it like all their friends do. I hear the, uh, they, they can shoot pumpkins. <laughs> we... We started that a few years ago. We, we uh, there's a product called Tannerite, and we couldn't come up. We had to come up with something that was very safe for the kids to blow up. We built a little shooting range with the backdrop and the whole there. It's got a berm behind it. Well, first thing we started doing was stuffed animals. Now people save their old stuffed animals for us all year round, and they're dropping them off at my office and other people. 
we put Tannerite inside of them, and the kids blow them up, and they just have a ball. <laughs> well, a couple of years, <laughs> so Santa Claus is dead. Big Bird is dead. Uh, we killed all those uh, the PDR hunt at one time or another. What kind? Uh, what kind of? What kind of? A couple of years ago, we started. We started with the pumpkins, and I tell you what, the kids really get a kick out of that because when they have the Tannerite in the pumpkin, it goes off the. Pumpkin goes all over the parking lot. It's, they just laugh. They think that's the greatest thing. Well, you're probably in preparation right now, uh, getting those blinds and everything ready, right? The, some of the blinds are already set, because, uh, and some of them are going out this week, because we want them there long enough that the deer don't even pay attention to them. I mean, sometimes we have deer within 15, 20 yards of our line, and the uh, we want the kids to learn that to take a safe, good, clean kill shot. But you, you asked a minute ago about the disabilities. We actually, we've had girls, boys, we've had kids from uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota. We actually had some blind boys who were completely blind. One was legally blind, the other one was completely blind, and we take them deer hunting. And you talk about an experience, we came up Every every child that we get is a new challenge. Uh, and I've got some pretty, pretty inventive people helping us. The volunteers are incredible. But we came up with an item called an iScope. It mounts an iPhone to the scope of the rifle, and the young man's dad stood behind him, and the boy would hold the gun and aim it, and he'd go up, right, down, fire, and the kid pulled the trigger, killed his deer at 126 yards. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy some of the things we come up with, uh, different things to help the kids hold the guns and to do this and to do everything. But like I said, the, the volunteers work really hard at it, John. Well, that kid that was blind, he was, what, around 12 years old? He, he hunted with us for three years till he was too old. He started when he was like 14 or 15. Well, I, and they can hop till they're 18. I, I hear that, uh, well, first of all, somebody who is disabled, I, I can't put myself in their shoes because I haven't been there, but for them to be able to say, I can hunt, means a lot of self-esteem to them, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I've got a story about that from one of our hunters. He was from Minnesota, and uh, the kids get nicknamed out there, and he got called high-caliber cow. His name was Calvin, and uh, he became one tremendous shot with the rifle. But his grandma, who brought him and was his uh, guardian, as you say, when they came, she wrote me a letter afterwards. She said on the way home, Calvin looks at her and he says, Grandma, because he's in a wheelchair, he said, I can't wrestle, I can't play football, but I can hunt. That means a lot. Well, he also had girls. Too, right? Oh, <laughs> one girl showed up. Her name was Michaela, and she showed up. And she had a hat on that says, "I shoot like a girl." <laughs> well, let me tell you what. After about a half hour at the range, most of the boys wished they shot like a girl too. She was really good. Uh, last year we had nine young people, and we'd never done this before. Every one of them killed their deer on the first day. 
My goodness. We went nine for nine for nine. I tell you what, that we had a we had a real high bar to try to try to live up to this year. Well, you actually have more than one day in case they don't get it the first day, then, right? Yeah, yes, we do. We we have to go through it very quickly. We do the Friday night barbecue. We take them out Saturday morning. Uh, we have them out for rolls and coffee, and get them out in the blinds early. And they come back in, and they can get on the range. Uh, we also then the the, the uh, big C in town brings us out pizza for everybody, and the kids shoots more. And then we do actually do. Another fun thing that we started a couple of years ago, Larson Gun Sales donates a new rifle to the kids, and Vortex donates a rangefinder. So we have a little shooting competition to see who can win these, but we handicap it so that everybody is treated fairly, and the kids have a ball with it, and uh, the winner gets a brand-new rifle free, and second place uh, drawing gets a... Uh, it's a new Vortex rangefinder. So, now, if somebody can shoot 120 yards, what kind of rifle are they using? You know, we, we have a variety of rifles. A lot of the kids, the GFMP furnishes, they, first year we started this, uh, they went out and bought some 243 youth models. We have some 6.5 Creed Moors. Uh, we have plenty of, of guns. It's not a problem if the children don't have one. Because all the guides all hunt, and they all have guns that the kids can use. And we furnish all the ammunition. Uh, We've stocked up on the ammunition so that the kids can sit there and do trigger time all day Saturday when they're not hunting, uh, Friday evening. And trust me, they, they go through <laughs> a lot of noise. Going. I warn all the neighbors in the neighborhood that will be blowing up Tannerite over there. And uh, it gets kind of loud at times. Well, that's what is part. Of, you know, the first guy that you mentioned that gave you this idea, the look on his face. But uh, it's not just the the kid; it's it's his brothers, sisters, and and parents and grandparents, oh. everybody, right? You know, the, the parents. I've had them tell me we could never do this without you guys. Um, you know, they they. The kids are the stars of the whole program, Don. Uh, we just we get paid in smiles. Uh, all all of the people that work out there, and we get we get lots of them. The kids the kids are grinning all weekend. Uh, we we've got little debbies. We have food. Let's go back to that. We have a whole table of nothing but snacks, little debbies, and we have uh, over by our which brings us a whole a whole full of snacks. We just put them on the table. Kids can have as much as they want. We have five coolers set up. We have one guy that all he does is keep that full of water, juice, soda, whatever the kids want. We we try to have it there for them. And, and when they go to the blinds, they each have their own cooler on wheels that they go over and they fill it up with the drinks they want, the snacks they want. They want to get up because kids get up to the blind, they get hungry. And uh, it's a funny story. And the one little boy... My son was actually guiding him. His kid was real quiet, wouldn't talk. And my son opened up a snack and it crinkled. And the kid looked at him like, what are you doing? My son said, oh, deer love that sound. And no more did he do that and the deer stepped out. He said, see, I told you. So <laughs> we have a lot of fun with the kids, too. They're, they're just great. They never complain. They're just out there to do the things that every other kid that they know gets, or not every kid, 
And we it's an absolute true South Dakota deer hunt. There's no high fence. These these deer are just as wild as anything anybody else goes to hunt. Well, for them to be able to say yes, I can to now I will. Uh, there's camar- yep. camaraderie between the kids too. Yeah, absolutely. They they get they. Uh, the other thing, John, I think that I that I notice uh, not only in in the kids, but in the people that are out there. But for that weekend, those kids are the norm. They're not they're not the one in the wheelchair and everybody else is running around. These kids all bond together and they're asking us, "Is Cal uh, coming back this year?" Is and and they get and they build a relationship with their guide too because once they come. That guide will be their guide until they can't come anymore, until they age out or can't make it, uh, unless the guide would move away, as happened. But other than that, they're going to have the same guide when they come back. So all that newness is over, and they just know what they're doing, and they go do it. Well, it's a big game hunt for them. But now the meat, the, the deer, doesn't go, I mean, they shoot it. But uh, what happens after that? Oh, the minute the minute they get a deer, the guide calls back to the lodge where we're at, and we send what we call the cavalry, <laughs> which will be two or three pickup loads of people with cameras. And, and the first thing they do is they're high-fiving the young person, and, and he's got to tell everyone of the story about what happened and, and make a really big deal out of it. In fact, funny story is, one little boy, uh, one of the guys on our board, he told a story, got out there, and he said, tell me about it. What happened? He said, well, I was sitting here, and the deer, and he said, I, he, he just wouldn't understand. <laughs> and the kid said, that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. He was that excited, he couldn't even talk about it. So, yeah, the, the kids are great. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing what they can do if they're given the opportunity mm-hmm. and they appreciate it. And, and I've had the adults that come out and help, you know, the, they told me, they said, this has changed my life. Watching these kids, you know, they don't comply. They, they just want to come out here and do it like everybody else. We had a young man, the very first year, his name was John also. And he got there and he told me, he said, Dean, he said, First thing he told me is, I've shot three deer before. I said, oh, really? He said, yeah, but I have a permit where I can shoot them out of a pickup. We own a ranch. I said, oh, really? Well, why, why did you want to come hunt with us then? He said, because I want to do it like all my friends do. Mm-hmm. And I said, perfect, perfect. And, uh, yeah, he was young man first year, and I've seen him several times. I had one of the young men lives in Watertown that's aged out. He calls me about every month and visits with me. Super young person. Jordan Stelz is his name. Absolutely wonderful kids, all of them. We, we, have, we, have, we probably have more as much or more fun than they do. Well, that's the idea. We're talking with Dean Rasmussen of the PDR Hunt for Disabled Youth. Uh, they take the pictures with the deer and all that, but then what happens to the deer? Uh, they, they process it, right? We then, uh, Dakota Butcher in Clark, uh, Randy Grunewald, he's one of my board members, 
uh, they then process the deer for the child, and we get the meat to them, or they come and pick it up. And uh, absolutely at no charge whatsoever. Like I said, these, these people don't have to spend a dime to come hunting with us. We take care of everything. Well, just the, the permit is only $5, and, and you take care of everything else. Uh, have you ever put together what your budget is for a year? You know, we don't put a price on it. We just do it. Uh, we, You know, I've had people ask me that before, and I said, you know, how, how can you put a price on this? Whatever it takes, we're going to make it happen. Uh, somehow, some way, it will happen for these kids. We spend a lot of a lot of dollars, yes, but it's worth every penny. I mean, you can look at the price of ammunition now. Hmm. Uh, we don't limit them on how much they can shoot. They shoot as much as they want because they don't get to do that at home. Uh, you know, ninety percent of them never will have that opportunity to sit there and just, as we say, burn powder hmm. and blow up things and laugh and and have a great time. And have somebody there mentoring them on how to do it and to do it right. And we even have the game warden, one of our guides, the GSMP. We have them out there on Friday night, and they give a safety speech and talk to the kids. And Zach, our local game warden, actually guides one of the kids for us. Now, of course, you pay for their gas, and of course, all, all expenses have gone up. Is there anything that you're looking for that uh, maybe somebody in the audience might be able to uh, come up with some ideas for? One thing about money, all one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can always, you know, because we do, it is expensive. Uh, the other thing that I would ask is if you know any disabled children that think they would have any interest, boy, girl, wherever they're from, we don't, you know, we're, we're open to everything. Uh, please have them get a hold of us. You know, if not for this year, for next year. Um, all we want to do is a chance to show them that they can do this and how much fun they can have in the outdoors. Because, you know, we tell them every year on Friday night when they get there, we call this hunting. We don't call it killing. Because a lot of the experience is the camaraderie between you, your guide, the other kids, the group of people. And because uh, that's what it's really, you know, we learned that years ago. That uh, it's the it's being around the other people and and sharing your stories and and uh, just just enjoying the outdoors. You have a campfire. Have a what? Do you have a campfire? When you a get... campfire? No, we do not have a campfire. Mm-hmm. Um, at at you, we I guess that's one thing we've never done uh, because our parking lot's pretty full of people. <laughs> We have we have quite a crew out there to help with this. We figure that for every hunter that we have, we probably have seven to eight volunteers per child. By the time we get get done with the food and the and the guiding and the, and even even we have drivers that come out at five o'clock in the morning, and when we take these kids out. So that the, the guide doesn't have to drive in and out to the to the blind. They get in with that person. They drive them in. They get them out. And they bring the vehicle back out. They get up at 5 o'clock in the morning just to come out and have a donut and a cup of coffee and help those kids. 
So, yeah, it, it's, it's quite a group of people who end up helping. And like I said, the whole town, every, everybody's good to us. Everybody in the surrounding area is good to us. I have people stop me down and say, why don't you bring one of them kids out to my place? I got a lot of deer. Bring one out there. I'd, I'd love to have one come. Well, we'll see what we can do. Uh, and like I said, the guides, they pick their own spot. We don't, we, we let each guide go and find the spot they want. And if they need permission, if they can't, I'll go talk to them. And nobody, nobody tells us no. They all want to help out with the PDR hunt. We have a webpage if anybody needs to go. It's a pdryouthunt.com. And all of our contact information is on there. Um, if we have any questions, my phone number is on there. Uh, I have my phone with me 24-7, and I'm retired now, so they can call me night or day. I don't care. We're talking to Dean Rasmussen with the PDR Hunt. Website is pdryouthunt.com. You know, it's, it's, it's a, a, a South Dakota tradition that the father takes the son or daughter out for their first hunt. And I can imagine what these fathers uh, feel when their, their son comes back and says, I can hunt. Uh, that, that, that's, a, that's a bond that only a, a family has. And you even had, like, father and grandfather come along. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because we've got it on film on one of our, I think it's on the webpage, and the grandfather is just so excited uh, that he can't even hardly talk. He said, my grandson just killed a deer. My grandson killed a deer. Yeah, good, awesome. But, you know, enjoy it. And, and uh, like I said, the joy in their face is how we get paid. And uh, that's what it's all about. It's all about the kids. It's... Uh, the kids are incredible. They are incredible, John. You should come up and visit us when we're doing it. You would be amazed. <laughs> they keep me pretty busy here, but I was going to say, uh, if people do want to just come and, and join you or volunteer, how do they do that? Well, we, we you know, we don't, and I don't want to sound wrong on this, but we try to keep it to a minimum. We don't want these kids to feel like to put on display because they're not. We're here for them. Uh, and, yeah, we, we, we appreciate everybody's help. Don't, don't take that wrong. But we actually, I said how many people we have. We try to keep it at as minimum as we can just for the reason that we're there for the kids. That's the only reason we're there. And, and uh, I, I don't know where else to put it and try to be, you know, uh, yes, we appreciate all the help. We appreciate all the support we get from people. And and uh, we do have people to send us donations for that. And we appreciate every darn one of them. Uh, I don't care if they send $5 or if they send $100. We put every bit of it goes towards these kids because all, all the help is all volunteer, every bit of it. Well, Dean, Dean Rapsman, we're talking to with the PDR Youth Hunt. Uh, has anybody ever contacted you? Like, if somebody's listening to us right now in Nebraska and said, gee, we would like to do something similar to this, maybe in Lincoln, has anybody uh, asked you, you know, how, how they can do it someplace else, too? You know, I, I have had a couple of people, and we would be more than happy to help uh, try to get it organized and, and tell them that the, the mistakes that we made as we learned. Because every year we try to get better. Um, 
we are the, I think, as far as I know, the youth, 12 to 18-year-old, first time, whatever, I think we're the only one that I know of that's ever really got it going that way. I know there's some out there that help handicap adults and stuff like that uh, and, and do help kids, underprivileged kids, which is awesome, every bit of it. Uh, but I don't know of any others, but we, we would, our board would be more than happy to talk to them, absolutely. But we will take their kids from Nebraska, too. We had a kid, we had a kid from North Dakota that from his house, he could see Montana and Canada. Oh, my. He's, he's in the corner of the state. He had a long trip, he had a ball. Great young man, great young man. Uh, so we're, we're not geographically limited to what we can do uh, to these kids either. Well, Dean, one last word. Our time's almost up. What, you yep. know, if you look back, uh, what makes this all worthwhile to you? The kids. That's, you know, that's what it's all about. The kids, smiles, uh, Learning that they can enjoy the outdoors. You know, and I tell people that people say, you know, you go through a lot of work every year. Why do you do that? I said, well, you know that scale of life with good and bad? I said, I'm just trying to tilt it back a little. <laughs> well, Dean Rasmussen, you're, you're part of one of the founders of, of the PDRYouthHunt.com. Is the website PDRYouthHunt.com. Uh, you can go there right now and, and get more information. Our time is up. But, Dean, thank you very much. We appreciate you being on, on forum. Well, thank you very much. And if anybody's got any questions, my phone is always on. All right. That's 605, my phone is 605 and it's on the webpage. We'll put it on ours, too. Dean, thank you very much. No, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye.